Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello and welcome to Desperately Seeking Paul, the world's first Paul Weller fan podcast. Another little bonus episode for you here as we look ahead to something really exciting this summer. This is the modern world. Brighton. From the 30th of July to the 29th of August, the ultimate exhibition of memorabilia of the Jam and the Style Council. It's going to be taking place right in the heart of the city, Valley Gardens. It's so exciting. Not only does it chart the Jam's journey from Woking to Superstardom, their split, but also it passes into the era of the Style Council as well. There's loads of never-before-seen memorabilia. We're talking personal archives from Paul Weller, Bruce Foxton, Rick Buckler, the Weller family, Mick Talbot, Steve White from the Style Council as well, and loads of collections of fans worldwide as well. If you love this podcast, this is a must-see, a must-visit exhibition so i thought why not find out more let's get an update nikki weller thanks for joining me hello Dan. we last caught up february 2021 on the podcast wow. very early ago. days like episode 12 or something and here we are now. Mom, is it really a year ago yeah 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 and at that point we didn't know what was happening there were lockdowns when was exhibition going to be happening whatever this summer we're there fingers crossed brighton back there with this incredible exhibition and not just celebrating the jam but we're celebrating the style council yeah how's it all going yeah, good. A bit scary because I've only got 11 weeks until it opens. Oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's all in a big lockup. I've been kind of getting stuff from fans and different members of the Style Council as well. Um, Bruce has been really, really helpful this time, bringing in clothes and different guitars we've not had before. Loads of stuff we've not even seen before. And so, yeah, it's quite exciting. As I say, Shaney's been helping me in the lockup. We're just kind of making up the trains, you know, putting all the different ephemera into them and then boxing them up. And we haven't even started on the Style Council stuff yet. I'm just wow. cataloguing at the moment. Right. Um, we start building on the 20th of July and we open our first press opening day is the 29th of July and Selector are paying that night. All in black and selector. Great, wow. Which is really exciting. The next night, the public come, the first night of the public, as well as the exhibition, of course, the first day opening. We've got um, Wilco Johnson playing that night as well. So, yeah, it's very, very exciting, actually. I love all these little extras that you're kind of yeah. announcing and you're releasing, and because it feels like people should come and stay for a day, a couple of days. Well, you that's know, the thing. It's not just- basically, it's like if you're in Brighton on holiday, 
it's a great thing to visit if you're not into the jam or the style council it's a fun exhibition to come and see anyway if you love if you like music you're gonna have a lot like, big display of scoot there's gonna be a scooter park out the front and even if you don't even want to go into the exhibition you can come into a, like a little area where there's like grassy area with drinks and you can get and the shop will be out there and the scooters will all be parked out there so yeah we're hoping that it's going to be absolutely rammed in Brighton this summer I'm sure everybody's desperate to get out finally this year without any more lockdowns and um, wouldn't it be fabulous if it was a lovely sunny summer like it is today it's yeah, fabulous it? today and the thing to touch on as well is it's this is not a repeat of Somerset House this is not a repeat of Liverpool this is no. different Somerset so House people, was, have, yeah. people have been to that it's yeah. like well, yeah and you need Somerset to House to was obviously the first one we ever did it was very tapered down as well because that's how Somerset House wanted to do it you know it was a bit kind of like less is more was their opinion and I'm not knocking that it was a great exhibition I loved it then obviously we went to Liverpool and made it much much bigger 15,000 square foot this one is even bigger which is <laughs> why we brought yeah <laughs> it's probably 30,000 square feet I reckon and we've got the style council added to that as well which makes it great because it's for me I love the jam don't get me wrong but when I started working with style council in 83 it was just like the most fun time I've ever had you know we've got Q&A's with like Steve and Dee and Mick we're showing films we've got the style council documentary we've got the jam documentary we've got all these different nights that are going on plus we've got all these different great musicians coming to do events as well so you go to the exhibition for the day and even if you're visiting for the day you can go and see a gig and then you get a train back to London or wherever or you can make a really great couple of days out of it down in Brighton and I can't really think of a better place to be really it'd be fab now, obviously, this is a no spoiler alert podcast. We don't want to give too much away, but there are some things that you're going through in the archive at the minute that have never been seen before. Converting some of the old videos and stuff, right? Yeah, that's been a lot of fun, actually. <laughs> and I haven't even told mum yet this yet, but Russell found, Russell's my partner. He's gone through every single one of the videos we had, you know, the old VHS videos. Did you just have these? Like, where did so these come from? my brother had a ton. My dad obviously had a ton. We've just collated everything in one thing. He bought this piece of kit, right, that he plugs into the back of a video player, which has been really so can't appreciate any more than lovely Richard from up to North. He's actually loaned us an old video player because we were finding really tough. <laughs> yeah, nobody we, we didn't, nobody had them, right? <laughs> we, we lost ours in a flood, so we didn't have any of that stuff anymore. So Richard sent down this great video player. Russell was sat for at least two weeks going through every single video. We found videos of my dad. My dad was a bit like proper Dell boy where we would have had this like huge, great big, probably Russian made on his shoulder filming everybody. Oh, do you know, you know that, big, you know the, the episode, cameras, do you remember yeah, the yeah. episode where he's got all those like really dodgy old yeah, army yeah, ones yeah. or something? Yeah. That's my dad. My dad used to film everything. He wasn't very really good. He wasn't very good at doing it. It was quite a lot of, you know, blurring yeah. and all the rest of it. But, the first thing we we find, and it didn't have anything written on the tape, Russell goes, oh my God, you, wait, you show your mum this. So there's me and mum in Selsey. We had a lovely swimming pool when we, my mum and dad had their house in, in um, Selsey. Paul and Dee are in the swimming pool and I'm timing them to see who can stay underneath the water the longest. And then Paul's come up and said something daft like, um, oh, I, I could burst my lungs, couldn't I? And dad was like, no, I don't think so, sunshine. You've got to be like so many fathoms under the water. Dad's filming all this. It's really <laughs> funny and it's really terrible filming and it's a really bright sunny day so you kind of make things out but it's, it's brilliant and um, so Russell's digitised every single thing that he's found on video and we found all this style council footage which is absolutely hilarious as well I won't give too much away but you know there's one thing that he found on Friday he sent a little snippet to my brother and to Mick I think and 
It was Paul and Mick, very early day Star Council in France, and they're in a cave singing You're the Best Thing, and then the next thing they're in a restaurant. My brother's dressed as a waiter singing My Ever Changing Moods. It's like very, very weird. It's like, what has that got to do with any of the songs? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so it's just some really, some really strange things. And one of the ones that he did find and I'm so thrilled about is um, he found the whole program from the Rock and Pop Awards in 1980 when the Jam won Best Single going Is this the one where Paul wouldn't get up? You mentioned on Paul the wouldn't get up. Right. So we're all sitting on the front row. Bruce and Rick get up to get the award. Paul's kind of like kicked his feet down so they can get past him. He's not going to get up. And uh, you can see me and my mum just on the, on the edge of the row there. And... Um, Bruce and Rick go up quite awkward because it was one of them, Dave Lee Travis, who Paul hated anyway. <laughs> and um, so that was another reason he wouldn't get up, apparently. Um, but it was the first time I ever met Bowie. And I remembered it. I remembered it without even seeing that film. I used to say to everybody, I met Bowie and I was 18 years old and it was at the Rock and Pop Awards and he came out in this blue shimmering suit. And there it is. I've got it all on film. You've not lied. I've not lied. <laughs> yeah. I've not lied. Um, so it's all, all these things wow, tying brilliant. together, you know, and um, it's really lovely, actually. My mum's got the award still although it's got it got damaged so it got moved around a bit so it doesn't look the same as what the, the one they had on the on the tv but it is actually the same award but yeah that sort of footage is just it's unbelievable wow you know not to give any more sort of much away but the loads of my dad's home footage of us in jersey i mean it's just it's just really funny stuff oh brilliant yeah well, is that alone's worth the admission yeah <laughs> so we're gonna do so edit so russell's in the middle of now now he's got it all on on his laptop he's now got to edit down to little snippets and then we'll have that showing at the exhibition as oh, well brilliant. That sounds which fabulous. is fun yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. really good fun the thing that strikes me as well obviously we talk about the jam and that period of time we talk about the style council <clears> and the meaning those two bands have for people and the legacy that they've left but actually Paul Weller's solo career 30 years now I mean you could create an exhibition just of Weller's solo yeah, right <laughs> I mean, well actually in, it's funny enough because in the lock up at the moment I think me and Shane have put together eight big crates of Paul Weller solo so that's an exhibition on its own wow massive crates of so yeah I mean that's a that's an exhibition on itself but that's just kind of been you know put so that's something, something in the future right yeah just put to one side it's like it's too much stuff <laughs> too much stuff to go through you mentioned obviously guests so Wilco on that Saturday yeah um, Bruce Fox and Russell Hastings from the Jam Unplugged yep. we got in the middle of August the Style Counselors as well which is something yeah really cool. looking forward to that and they've, they've got some guests coming as well old honorary counsellors they're actually coming to do some oh amazing numbers um, won't tell you who no that's, but yeah, oh, but that's quite exciting Really cool. Um, and then the screening of Long Hot Summer. So we got Q&A with Mick, Steve White, DC Lee straight afterwards. Stone Foundation, another one yep. with Steve White. Yeah, with Steve White playing, which is amazing. Quadrafina is a really good one yeah, as well. Tell fair. me about that. We've got Phil and Leslie and Trevor and Gary. I think it's Gary that's yeah. coming. I think it's about five of them that are doing, um, they're still going to see, you'll see the Quadrophenia film, big Q&A afterwards. Um, yeah, so that's going to be fabulous. Like, that's the last night of the exhibition. Bank every, Holiday Monday, right? Yeah, the, the hopefully every modern England will be there. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully they've got a big enough venue for it but yeah. Uh, yeah so we're very lucky because where we've got the venue in brighton right behind it on the same ground as that is the church i think it's called st mark's i think i'm right in saying that and st mark's has allowed us to have so many dates for different venues and Q&As and stuff through the event, which is fabulous. You go to the exhibition, you have a little drink, you walk around the corner and you watch a Q&A or you watch a film or you come and see a gig. Um, so, yeah, that's that's a real bonus for us, actually. So many fans are buzzing about this and looking forward to this this summer. Yeah. You're obviously, I mean, you remember from the other exhibitions, yeah. the, the fans coming along and the emotional connection yeah. it has. I do remember quite a few people sitting in 
especially in like the room when we did my dad's little screening room, especially at Somerset House in the first instance, people just sitting there crying. Um, and then it happened again in Liverpool, you know. Um, but yeah, hopefully that kind of stirs up some emotions again. And some of these um, unseen footage and stuff is um, is going to be a lot of fun as well, I think. Yeah. What does Paul make of it all? What does he think about all this? Because um, he's famously somebody who's always looking forward is what everybody yeah, talks about. He's not somebody who reminisces an awful lot. Yeah, right? he doesn't say a lot about it. He um, He's asked me a couple of things about it. Um, obviously, he's happy to lend me his guitars again. And I've asked him to dig out his school books that I gave him back from the last exhibition. I don't know if he's going to come. I, you know, I'm not pressurising him to come to the exhibition at all. You know, he, he knows about it and he's aware of it and he's okayed artwork and all the rest of it. So, you know, that's as far as it goes. Now, now we should talk as it's Brighton. I should also touch on the fact that obviously, at the moment of talking, Paul's just finished a three, four week tour. Yeah. And I saw you in Brighton at the gig in Brighton. I imagine probably you were a few others as well. Um, how good was it to see him live again back on the road? Do you know what? It was great. I just think the same thing. It was just so nice to actually be able to go to a gig again after two years of being doing nothing and not being allowed out. It was just fabulous to go to a gig again and have a good old sing song, you know. Yeah. And he looked um, like he looked so relaxed. He looked like do he was you know loving what? it. Right? I think he just had the best time. He, he said he was quite knackered because it was like a twenty-four date tour, and he ain't getting any younger. He's sixty-four this year, but you know what? He's he's amazing on stage. I mean, he's absolutely he still doing it isn't he he's still like out there yeah he's you know i think i think he's incredible i think he's um and i think he absolutely as soon as he's out on that stage again it's that's that's him and it? it's just yeah. doesn't matter how old he is yeah, yeah <laughs> but yeah. you know obviously he does take his toll because it's, it's he works bloody hard he's two hour it's a two hour set in it and um he doesn't really stop yeah look at that there was like 30 30 songs or something yeah, yeah in- wow. incredible you know i'm looking forward to going to the next gig really yeah so. yeah yeah because yeah, obviously we've got some summer dates coming up and stuff like that i think he's amazing i do i I know he's my brother, but I do think he's quite amazing what he does. Good luck with the exhibition. Thank um, you. We'll be there as well. I'm coming down yep. for opening weekend as well. We'll we'll have a chat then and have a look around and stuff like that. So, but but like, like all the fans, really excited about it. Can't yeah, wait for good. it. Well, it's been a long time in the coming, isn't it? So, um, you know, two years in the making. So, yeah. And, know, and good luck crossed. over the next. What was it, eleven weeks? Did you say eleven weeks? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I should probably be up for forty eight hours before not sleeping and worrying that it's not going to be right. But yeah. you know, and then that's it. I'm never doing an exhibition ever again. Has <laughs> it? Hold on, you promised me the Paul Weller solo one a yeah, minute ago. No, never. <laughs> well, there you go, my thanks once again to Nikki Weller for the update. This is the modernworld.net or head to my website, paulwellerfanpodcast.com for more information. It's this summer. This is the Modern World Brighton, running from the 30th of July to the 29th of August. More details, paulwellerfanpodcast.com. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. 
Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.